Please. Speak freely. Welcome to the podcast of Boba Fett Explosion Alex After Show, breaking down, discussing, and reviewing each and every episode of Disney Plus original series, The Book of Boba Fett. My name's Zon Blake, and joining me, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here to talk about rancors and hover bikes and fruit. 70s 80s biker gang or whatever the hell that was uh as i tweeted out uh what i got reminded of was uh power rangers because they've all got very brightly colored bikes it was really, i was yeah it's like the most bright thing i've ever seen on tattooing to be honest but they're all different colors so you can, you can tell them apart they must mean they're gonna hang around for more than one episode probably you'd hope so but if he's if, if the end of the episode is anything to go by. True. Gotta get them allies. Uh, this week's episode, chapter three, The Streets of Mos Espa. Director, Robert Rodriguez, written by John Favreau. I know I say it every week. I Maybe there's an episode he hasn't written. I don't know. Uh, synopsis was, real synopsis, <gasps> Boba Fett must deal, must deal with, the two, with two very different threats. Wow. I know. Really? Yeah, I, know. I mean, yeah. last week's was Boba Fett faces new challenges on Tatooine. So, I mean, just threats. It wasn't when we, it wasn't when we recorded. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the synopsis was, watch the, watch the episode now. <laughs> um, what are your overall thoughts on this week's episode? Uh, yeah, it was good. Like, really interesting build. Obviously, we're building up, like, the, the crime family, I guess. Uh, getting a bunch of new recruits this week. Uh, we're sort of getting a clearer picture of where probably the season's going to go uh, with this Pike Syndicate uh, that, you know, he's going to be up against. Uh, yeah, interesting episode, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting that, like, we get, we got a bunch of new characters last week and this episode they're kind of just written out. It's like, last week we've got the these new huts yeah. and then they're gone and we got the Wookiee, Tarsarian or whatever his name is. BK, he's uh, not coming back again. He did get a cool moment, though, and then... And then, remember all those Tusken Raiders that you've come to love over the last three episodes? All dead. (laughs) So, good times. All the Star Wars series, like, all the Disney Plus ones, have this thing. And I don't know if it's, like, the shows are written so they can have those social media posters, but, like, I don't remember if they did it for the Mandalorian Season 2, but, like, between this and uh, Clone Wars... You know how each episode of Clone Wars, they'd, they would introduce a character. Oh, no, they did do it for Mandalorian Season 2, didn't they? Because they had, like, the Soka poster. and Yeah. It's like each episode, introduce a new character, give them a poster. Yeah. So you got to have all the cool characters. So you go, and then, yeah, get ready for the Black Series toy coming soon. Pretty much. Um, it's weird. I don't know. I, I enjoyed the episode because we finally get done with all the fucking prolonged flashbacks and the... I did make sure to write down after we complained about it last week that the flashbacks finally, like, because we're saying last week, the flashbacks were good, but also they somehow need to connect to the the present, which they do this episode. Um, but again, I just feel like, I'm like, we're three episodes in, it's a seven They did the same series. thing. They, <laughs> they focused on the tank. Blendedly, this time they kind of had a reason because then it explains where Bobber was when, uh, it's BK, right? The the Wookiee dude. Uh, Kristan or whatever. Yeah. Kristan, yeah. 
that thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Violent. <laughs> Very violent. Um, yeah, because like, it's like you could predict from the outset of the show that it's leading to this gang war thing, but we've taken three episodes to get to the gang war or like the start of it. It's almost like the first two episodes is, uh, let's explain, let's spend a very long time explaining how Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit and then gets to where he is now. And now the show actually starts now. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's like, it's almost like it's, it's it's like a setup and then it's like a very prolonged prologue. And now, Oh, this is actually what the show's about. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did like so. I don't know. Briefly touch on the flashback because there's barely on it. Unlike other weeks, it's the shortest segment of the episode actually. But the flashback stuff. Obviously, they have him go to the Pikes, try to claim the money he set up from last week with the whole train heist thing. Oh, by the way, um, because I didn't realize this because I've never actually seen it. But did you? I don't know if you saw it. Someone on Twitter. It was sharing around that that train sequence was actually like nearly shot for shot from Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, okay. Saw that. Yeah, no. like people look at the the train crashed in the distance with all the. Was there a massive tuskers. train with a like? There was in Lawrence of Arabia, like yep. hovering. Not but hovering. then a bunch of uh, guys with lasers came along. No, no. But there that shot of the Tuscans running down the hill towards the train. Uh, is shot for shot from Lawrence of Arabia, apparently. So, cool. Have you watched yeah. Lawrence of Arabia? I have not seen Lawrence of Arabia. Okay, well, I don't I feel as bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is why I did not see this, but I thought it was a cool little bit. Um, fuck, was I saying? Oh, the yeah. So he goes to Pikes, tries to get the money. Blah 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 blah. The Pikes all go murder everyone. the The funny thing about that to me is just it's it's both like. It makes you go, it's like the opposite of a, um, Uncle Owen, Aunt Baru, whatever her name was, um, like Luke's Aunt Uncle moment, obviously coming back to seeing them all burnt to a crisp or whatever. Mm. And then it's also the opposite sort of playing of emotions from Attack of the Clones where Attack of the Clones has Anakin go kill everyone and then you see them all like burnt and on fire and you're supposed to feel like a mix of fuck yeah, they deserve to die, but also this guy's losing his fucking marbles. Whereas watching this, you're supposed to obviously feel sorry for them. It's funny just how far the, <laughs> over the course of a couple's Disney Plus TV shows, they're turning around the, how as an audience you're supposed to feel for the Tuscans. Mm. Oh. Um, do you reckon we'll get flashbacks? Well, I suppose we will. But... What do you reckon the end goal is for the flashbacks now? Is it just to see how he deals with the whatever gang? I don't know, the stupid... Yeah, I would... The, the other the, 80s biker gang thing? Yeah, the <laughs> the really 80s biker gang, yeah. Uh, I would assume so. That would be the... That and obviously leading up to him getting his armor back and that kind of stuff. Like, I assume that's where we're going. With we, We'll probably keep going, getting these flashbacks, uh, try to fill everything in, so... Um, especially... I At least we'll get, like, the first meeting of... Fennec and Bobber, was it where how, where we explain how he keeps her alive, that kind of stuff. Do you? Need, I don't know if they need to explain how he keeps her alive. Well, yeah, but the first time they meet. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good place to end the flashbacks. Is him 
you just do the exact same shot from what was that like the fourth episode of whatever it was of Mandalorian season one you do the exact same shot except for this time obviously you add an extra one to show it's him and you leave it there because I don't know if we I don't know if they've ever done maps or like shown us or tell us in the show we don't really know how long between then and season two of Mando coming back to Tatooine is so they don't they don't need to like justify the whatever we worked it out to be the roughly three years or whatever they need to cover between yep. the series so you can probably just leave it there but that that would be a fine point but i feel like at this point the flashbacks is he has to go i guess kill or yeah he's going to murder that bike again yeah i feel like it would be dumb if he doesn't at this stage if but then he realizes there's always a bigger fish yeah the pikes yeah. I like, but I do appreciate how the flashbacks now set up this, because obviously his relationship with the Pikes in the past is going to uh, dissolve now because he doesn't get that situation worked out the way they wanted it to be, mm. um, and then he's so now he's carried forward to the future this distrust or whatever disdain for the Pikes, I guess. Which, yeah. Again, coming back to what I was saying last week, that helps justify. The two parts of the story, or whatever, which is a bit better. Um, all right, so present day stuff. Um, obviously, the, Wait, the main so thing the, that... are the pikes something we've known about before, or yep, I think I said last week the pikes are in solo. The pikes are obviously mentioned a lot in like Clone Wars, pikes are mentioned in you know books and okay. stuff like that, but the pikes aren't mentioned in any of the core trilogy or whatever you know the core nine movies they're not well the the core movies don't de- deal a lot into what gang warfare or whatever hmm. but it's uh definitely mentioned i'm definitely sure they mentioned solo because solo is the only movie that really makes sure to chuck out all the different names of the uh gangs or whatever the crime syndicates i guess yeah proper name crime syndicates Okay. Because I think there's, I don't know, somewhere around like six or seven, like big crime syndicates, I think. Like obviously the Huts is one, Pikes is another. At one stage, Darth Maul has his whole thing Crimson going on. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's all the crime syndicates, which the show seems to be heading towards having gang warfare between at least now by the end of this episode, it's like the FET. What are we calling Bobber's crime syndicate? The FETs? I don't know. Okay. The FETs, I guess. Um, and then the Pikes. But I, again, wouldn't be surprised if more crime syndicates get involved by the end of the show. Although it would have to be for bigger reasons than fighting over Tatooine at this stage because even the Huts rightfully so say in this episode, it's a fucking desert Worthless. shit planet. Like, why are we fighting over this? Mm. it's a nothing so but again I'd love to see Kira show up so just if only so I know they're going to do something more of that character so <laughs> um what the fuck was I going to say the, oh yeah the gang the the bikes right so touch on them biker gangs present day yes did you other than the joke before did you actually <laughs> like them yeah, I kind of <laughs> like them. I mean, it's it's amusing the way they, uh, you know, 
they get brought together. It's like it's it very feels like a side quest thing <laughs> where this random guy comes up and says, "Hey, these people have been stealing from me." And then you go investigate the side quest. It turns out like he the, he's the bad guy the whole time, uh, and so you become allies with these the people that he thinks. You know what I mean? You've seen you played that side quest before. Yeah, in a video game. I think it's funny <laughs> how um, cyberpunk they are. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> they got all the body all modifications, droids, and, droid yeah. parts, and stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's quite amusing. You know, Boba obviously being quite old. You know, getting a bunch of youths to help him out. It's like it very much has old man. <laughs> they very much have a get off my porch, old man. Uh, well, they tell him not. They even call him an old man. So yeah, which is fair. He's an old man. Um, yeah. Also, shout outs. I because I've been catching. I've been watching that. Yeah, yellow I, was, I assumed show. you. <laughs> I assume that's you were about to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, as soon as the they like sh- um, show the cast, I was like, oh, is that the girl from Yellow Jackets? <laughs> so I don't know. shout outs, uh, Sophie. Sophie Thatcher. Thatcher. Yeah. She's yeah, like one the, of the main three girls, so. Yeah, and um, then the other main guys apparently been like the 100 and Peaky Blinders and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. uh, Jordan, Jordan Bulger, Bulger is yeah. in The 100, and the thing I know him most from is that movie with Macy Williams in it. I can't remember what it's called, though, but he's in the as well. That's it, yeah, that thing. So, um, British thing. I think that was like the one thing she did like outside of Game of Thrones. Like before During Game that period? Finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was cool though. So yeah, I don't mind the, I, I, I hope they hang around because not, if not only because I was complaining last week how, and I'm glad they, they have a character in this episode point out and literally be like, Hey, no one has respect for you because it's like, why does anyone respect Boba Fett? Because he's literally one dude who walks in with this other girl, sits on a <laughs> throne. They kill the dude in well, They had four people. <laughs> yeah. They pick up two Gamorrean guards. Cool story. Um, by the way, shout outs to... Boba being a good employer and letting him use the um the, the tank the healing college? tank yeah yeah the back to tank after he gets hurt so um shout outs uh the so yeah at one stage they're four people and they're walking plus a droid. around going like plus a droid walking around oh like, well there's a, it seems like there's a bunch of droids but yeah none of them can fight so, no that's true yeah yeah it makes sense they've now picked up a biker gang i guess yeah <laughs> Just recruit. I mean, they proved themselves useless. I was waiting for them to be just like, actually, just water thieves who couldn't do jack shit. But um, at least they proved they can fight when they have the yeah. What, what do you think of that fight scene with uh, with Black Kassarian? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pretty brutal, you know. Pretty you know, like obviously, uh, Bob is very much unprepared, so you know he definitely has the advantage. Uh, of course, there's like the perfect timing for them to come flying in out of nowhere to come and save him uh but yeah even he you know if we're doing <laughs> as we usually do uh wrestling booking bk came out of this looking quite strong uh, <laughs> you know even though he lost he came out looking strong he did look strong i actually thought he like was about to bite the that gamorian guard's head off at one stage so yeah uh but yeah definitely gnarly as far as i guess it's also it is, because i mean Probably should have been some blood on Bob's hands, you would assume. Yeah, it's the Star Wars trying to keep it PG thing, but yeah, yeah. there should have been. If this was the like, if if Corridor Crew did a, a version of this scene, it would be like <laughs> <laughs> it would be like this limbs flying off, hits a vessel, yeah. yeah. Bob loses a finger. Yeah, the amount of times Bobber 
who we've already gathered is still having to use the back to tank to like sort of recover from um, either wounds from escaping, like long term wounds from escaping the Sarlacc pit, or um, damage that was caused recently, or something. Yeah, like something he's still recovering from. Um, to the gr- to degree, which is fine. It's not the first time you see a character do that. Obviously, Darth Vader literally has to use a back to Live tank. Live in one. <laughs> Live in one when he's not... Uh, well, he floats in them, and then he gets in his damn suit, and then he needs a suit to survive. So it's not like the first time a Star Wars character who is, like, tough needs the back to tank and whatever to survive. That's fine. But um, as far as I'm, uh, I'm aware at this stage, I'm like, I feel like that has to be, like... He has to get his ass kicked at some stage in the flashbacks or something to explain mm. that because the the whole Sarlacc pit thing was he was barely in there, and then the the major wounds he suffered was he flamethrowered his way out, so he like suffered third degree wounds to his body that he did to himself to escape. But other than that, I don't know if he needs the back because he's already healed in the past when we see him now, so or like mostly healed. So, um. Yeah, he, BK was fight, scene was cool. I'm glad they confirmed that's who he was because obviously they didn't say his name last episode. So yep. I was just presuming that's who it was. So that's cool. Bringing in a character that was first introduced in one of the uh, comic books uh, into the show is cool. Uh, uh, Rancor. Got to mention Rancor. Rancor. I haven't brought that up yet. And most importantly, Danny... So here's how I knew this episode was rejected. So the Rancor comes in. I see Danny Trios, the... Rancor handler, and straight away I go, oh, Robert Rodriguez tracked this episode. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> who else is making sure that Danny Trejo is playing someone if it's not Robert yeah, Rodriguez? Yeah, who, who else is getting Danny Trejo a job? Uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> In Star I mean, he Wars. Gives him, to be fair, he gives him most of his jobs. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what'd you make of the, the whole Rancor thing? Because I don't know. If, I don't know. It's, it's funny because... As soon as it was happening, I'm like, oh man, all the fuckboys on Twitter are going to get annoyed that they're doing this whole, like, the Rancor impression. Where's the old Rancor keeper? And and all this sort of stuff and whatever else. Like, oh, they're making Rancors too soft. I'm like, but then I'll be like, go rewatch Return of the Jedi where there's literally a dude crying over (laughs) his Rancor dying and stuff. So, um, but apparently Bob is going to ride it. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, Keen. Uh, it is weird that, like, he says it's, a, like, a calf still, uh, when we know <laughs> Rangels can be much smaller from what we've seen on the Bad Batch. Well, the uh, Bad Batch one was small, but I wouldn't say it was, like, the size difference between the one we saw on... Like, the one we saw on the Bad Batch was a baby. He said this one's, like, basically a cub, I guess. Like, it's... Calf, yeah. Like, a bit older, but... Yeah, that's fair. I feel like it's not fully grown, but it's neither the size of the baby we saw on... Bad batch, so I, I think it adds up. Um, uh, I love the Boba loves it so much straight away, just like it's a, a dog or something, you know. <laughs> he's willing to tell tell the robot to go away. You know, he's more focused on the rancor here for a second until he's the stupid robot. Until like he realizes, yeah, May is being a fuckhead again. Um, the you know we mentioned it last week, but again when he's like, I'm going to ride it. I'm like, oh, cool. Another Dune reference. <laughs> like, now just <laughs> I've rode things that are much bigger than this. <laughs> yeah, but it just makes me think. Are we going to see him ride something even bigger than this next week? Um, in Maybe. one of the flashbacks? I mean, he said he did, so. He, he like, rode that dragon thing that they murdered in the Mandalorian? 
I mean, I, as far as we've seen in Star Wars, that is the biggest thing on Tatooine. So, and that yeah. would be the most Dune. If you want to go, if you want to commit to doing the Frank Herbert, the Dune bit, Dune yeah. bit, then yeah, do the riding the snake worm thing in Star Wars. I don't know how that would explain yeah. how he did that, but I mean, it's it's yeah. not a throwaway line, obviously. What's something like a worm that you could call it and get away with it? <laughs> I don't know they could they could invent something else that's not that. It's a sand slug. Yeah. Well, that other thing's like a dragon, whatever they call it. Yeah. In Mando, so I guess what a sand. What's weaven wyvern? <laughs> whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sand wyvern. Maybe that's a thing. Um. Da, 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 da. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is the continued. Uh, again, we get this other bloody. Um, Camino thing at the start mm. and you can definitely tell now that, that one shot of the kid it's definitely his like, face I yeah. was like that is a CGI face well uh, well I think you can tell because you know it's definitely not the actor yeah whatever his name is I can't remember Logan Daniel Logan Daniel Logan yeah mm. um, but yeah it's it just makes me hope they do something more than that because this if the, if the whole purpose of showing the Camino flashbacks is solely to remind audiences who may not be aware that that kid from Attack of the Clones is the character in this show. Sure, do it once, but at this stage they've done it every single episode, so I'm like, it has to lead to something else. And I know, like, we have the whole is is bringing in the Bad Batch crossover sort of. Um, well, do we does do we know if Bobo knows Omega? We don't. As far as mm. we've, as far as we're aware, Omega and Boba have never met, which makes sense. Omega is like a character event yep. a year ago, so that's fine. I think them meet. I still stand by them meeting would be good. I don't think that's committing too hard to too many like crossover characters between shows. I think you could have mm. Omega come in, and then people watching the show aren't confused. Like you don't, you, you can definitely do it in a way that's like having watched the Bad Batch. And this, you're like, oh, Omega. Of wires, it can just be like, who's this girl? Oh, she's Boba's sister. Whoa. Man, um, imagine if <laughs> the whole, we get Omega and the Bad Batch. I don't know. If the tomorrow Bad Morrison survive, has to but... play all those dudes. <laughs> that would actually be funny, to be fair. But the other <laughs> thing I was thinking is, because obviously, the, how does the Bad Batch end? Season one. Mm. Test your memory. Kamino gets destroyed. Yeah. So you're having all these moments where Bob is flashing back to his childhood, specifically on Camino, um, and they're showing us Camino a lot in the show. But that's a place that we also just found out in another destroyed. show. The show that literally came before this one is actually destroyed now. So it makes me wonder if Bobber holds any sort of love for that place, and you know, if they did bring in Omega and she told him that you know the place that her and him were quote unquote born. Um, is lost, like if that would affect him at all. It's just yeah. There's there's definitely. I feel like at this stage with the show, I'm <laughs> I'm thinking of way more interesting like plot through um, things that than the show is actually doing. But I don't know if they're still trying to commit to this. It's a limited run, seven episode thing, or long term, or you know, or they cross him back into the Mando or whatever the hell they do. I don't know, but yeah, th- there is interesting Maybe- things. He, maybe that's the source of water he's going to get for the future. 
He's going to import water from Kamino. Maybe. To Tatooine. I thought it was a, the, the throwaway line too about Tatooine once being covered Used in water. Used to water. I was like, yeah. I don't know if that's a thing I knew about, but there you go. Um, I don't think I've got it. I think I've hit most of the, we've hit most of the things. Yeah, what do, what do you think is going on with... How do you think this war is going to get going? What do you think he's going to do next episode? Is he going to... Who, who's going to call him for help? How's he going to prepare? It's, I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure. I assume we're going to see the three meet up with these three families that they talk about at one at like at the start of the episode. Yeah, I can't um, remember who they said. They said something like Trandoshans, something else, something else, like three different. Yeah, three different families. So uh, I assume they meet with them and like come up with some sort of plan of attack, or at least see how well these alliances are going. Mm. See if anybody else has turned to the Pikes because he definitely needs bodies. <laughs> If he wants to fight a war. <laughs> if he wants a war, yeah, he yeah. needs help. Alright. Yeah, any other random things I missed? No? Uh, we, we got a little cameo from... Um, what's her name from The Mandalorian? Oh, that doesn't count, though. That was literally, like, either a CGI thing... It was a blink, or yeah. like, someone... Another it, was a, it was probably, like, a, a yeah, stunt double, yeah. But, yes, I recognise that they're, like... Like, they oh, both yeah. they tick two boxes they're like oh better reference to mandalorian let's have them placing those helmets on the spikes which is what you see in the opening of the episode the first time they go there in mando season one and then let's make sure we have um whatever that character's name is and the two droids um off in the distance i'm like yep okay i don't know if that was necessary mm. but very good like it's not it's literally a show that came it's out just a couple a nod, years ago. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know, like, how nostalgic last year. that character is going to be. Yeah, last year, exactly. Year before, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, and just before I wrap up, I'll say it again. Watching this, there's that one stage where he's, like, riding the banther across the desert, and I'm just looking at all this mm. sand going, I'm both equally looking forward to Obi-Wan in presumably the middle of this year or whenever that drops, and yeah. equally, fuck, I'm going to be sick of looking at sand by the end of this year. I'm going to be so <laughs> sick of looking at sand. Is, yeah. is, is that the trick? This is uh, Disney's long-term plan to screw over Warner. You know, so everybody would be too sick of sand to go see Dune 2. I mean, it's a play for sure. <laughs> we're, going to be, we're going to be watching this till February. Sand. All set on Tatooine. Then we're going to go to Obi-Wan, I reckon, around June, July. Sand. A lot of sand. All <laughs> fucking sand. And then we're going to get, apparently, Mando, I guess, around the same slot that December slot at the end of the year. And guess what? There's no way they're not coming back to Tatooine. <laughs> Do you reckon we see Mandalorian? He'll stoop to calling in Mandalorians for help? I mean, that would be interesting. And I wouldn't be against it because it is a technically a spin-off from that. And he could say he owes him a favor. So, mm. you know, I'm, I'm not against it. So we shall see. But maybe he doesn't want to ask for help either. I don't know. And maybe Din yeah. isn't really a come help out friends. I don't know where he is. I don't know. There's definitely going to be a time gap between Mando season two and three. So you just wonder how different that character is going to be after what happened at in the events of the season finale. You know, like th- there definitely has to be a change of personality to what we got used to for that character for two seasons, I think. So, all right, that'll do it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the podcast of Boba Fett. Please subscribe to Holocon Entries for all our other Star Wars shows, including 
the Mandalorians when that comes back. The very bad batch and whatever we call the Obi-Wan podcast. Uh, for all our Twitters, head to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord even. If you like this and you'd like to tell us, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to donate as little as a dollar to help out the show. And until next week, drink your bantha juice. <laughs>